Thank you for taking time to listen to this week's message from First Orlando. You can find even more content, including video archives of this and other past messages at firstorlando.com. And if you're in the Orlando area, be sure to visit us sometime soon. Now, enjoy this podcast from First Orlando. So in Romans, if you've got the book of Romans, I want you to turn to the 12th chapter. If you've got it on your phone or you got it on a device, make sure you can get it to the 12th chapter. As Paul often does, he'll take his letter, he'll write the first half of it about the doctrine, about the the idea and, and what God did for us. Then there's a turning point where he always takes and applies it. Now this is what it looks like for you. The way is simply a series about the 12th chapter of Romans and what it looks like to follow Christ. Okay? It's just what it looks like. You know, Christians were first called the way. And they're called that even in the book of Acts when Paul was in front of one of the Roman leaders, Felix. He he said, he referred to Christians as the way. I know it shocked some of you that Baptist wasn't the first group that he referred to. The way. What is the way? It's a way of surrender. It's a way that says, Lord, it's all yours. So I'm going to read out of Romans chapter 12, one of my uh, all-time favorite verses. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Don't be conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. God help us to do exactly as he wrote. If I were you, I would ask the question, why should I? If you're talking about me giving up and surrendering, you got to give me a reason. I'll give you one. Go to the text. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God. What Paul is saying is, if you can't think of another reason, then remember the mercy of God in your life. What did he do for you? Another way of saying this, if you can find anybody out there better than Jesus, go follow them. As for me, I've settled it. There is no one like Jesus, and his mercy has changed my life. I will follow him the rest of my days. So why do we follow? The mercy of God. The next one, what does it mean to follow? In other words, what what do we do to follow? And, And it doesn't get any more fun. Because this is where he says, I appeal to you, therefore, that you would present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service. So basically, the what is give him everything. A living sacrifice. See, the Old Testament, sacrifice was a a very common word. It's not as much in in our day because we didn't live in a day where they sacrificed animals and and there was the sacrifice that would happen at, at the high and holy days of the Jewish calendar. But 
think about this way. The Old Testament always says, make a sacrifice. Because the animal was what you were sacrificing. The New Testament says, be a sacrifice. In the Old Testament, dead sacrifices. In the New Testament, living sacrifices. So what does that mean? To present your body. A living sacrifice. Well, to present your body, it's interesting. It's, a, it's in the tense. In the Greek, it's aorist, which means it's a moment in time. In other words, once you decide I'm following him, give it to him. Give him everything. And once you do that, you're done. You did it. Then just live it out every day. You see, animals didn't get to change their mind. There weren't many lambs that crawled off the altar and lived after the whole burnt offering. We don't need to have to think, okay, I, I need to go back and, and present myself again. No, you do it one time, and you mean it, and you say, Lord, here it is. I'm yours. And what do you present? You present your body. That means everything about you as a living sacrifice. We, we live in a world that maybe we've lost the understanding of people who are willing to do that, who are willing to give up. I think our pastor friend from the Ukraine, there are pastors there. There are believers there today that are laying down their life. Why? Because of God. And they're doing everything they can to glorify his name, even in war. In 319, there was a, a story. 319 years after Christ. I mean, it's, it's early, early. And, and there was a little town, Herclea, a man by the name of Theodore. He was an incredible saint. And the emperor of Rome heard about him. And he wanted to come and change his mind and talk him into following the Roman God. So he came and, and showed up. And Theodore, this saint, welcomed him and treated him with honor and literally made a makeshift throne for him to sit on. And then he looked at him and said, give me the best of your gods. And I will take them home and I will think about and pray about. And so they gave him literally gold and silver, the best that the emperor brought with him, Licinius brought with him. What happened the next day is that this wonderful Saint Theodore broke the gold and silver into small pieces and gave it to the poor all over his city. And the way the emperor found out about it was one of his commanders came to him and said, Something happened. I saw the head of Artemis. Artemis was one of their major gods. I saw the head, of, the head of Artemis in the hands of a poor man walking down the street. And Licinius, when he heard it, was enraged, and he shows up at the home of Theodore. And I'll tell you exactly as history records it. They cut off his private parts. They shot him through with arrows. And they hung him on a cross. And the next day, whenever the emperor said, go back and get his body and do away with it, they went back, and he was sitting in a chair perfectly whole. To which Licinius came, and he was in such shock. He said, you have to make a decision. You're going to either follow the gods of the Romans, or you're going to follow this crazy god you have. And on February the 8th, 319, this is what? Theodore said, I know not your gods. Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, is my God. You can beat me. You can tear me. You can burn me. 
And if my words offend you, you can cut out my tongue. But every part of my body is ready when God calls for it as a sacrifice. And on that day, he died as one of the greatest martyrs. And literally, the reputation of that man, the reputation of Christ began to grow and spread. Now, I pray we will never have to face a moment like that. So the question I'm going to ask you this morning is not, are you willing to die for him? No, I think there's a bigger question. Are you willing to live for him? We can all say, oh, yeah, I'd die for him if I was in that moment. Okay, well, how about change Monday and what you're planning because of Jesus? In other words, live every day as a living sacrifice. And the idea is that, that you're, you're living. And so let me just, the best way to communicate is this glove. This glove has no life. This is us without him. Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. But watch this. A living sacrifice is one that's already said, Lord, I'm yours. Do whatever you want. And so what happens? The Lord fills us with his spirit. And now there's life and there are things that happen. But this doesn't happen until you're a living sacrifice. Lord, I'm yours. Holy and acceptable. Here we are without Christ. But the moment you surrender, he moves in, and he fills you. And holy and acceptable is just Paul's way of saying that holy and acceptable means if, if not all of you is there, none of you is there. In other words, if you haven't surrendered at all, you haven't surrendered at all. So let me ask you, is there an area in your life you haven't surrendered to God? He's not in control of that. Is it business? Is it finances? Is it relationships? Because if it isn't all his, none of it's his. And so holy and acceptable just means it's done. I'm completely yours. And you know what happens? That is your spiritual worship. That's the greatest worship you can offer him. I mean, it's great to come in here and sing, and it's great to give gifts and to honor the Lord in so many ways, but the greatest worship you will ever offer is when you present yourself as a living sacrifice. Lord, use me. That brings him greater joy. The actual the word spiritual is the word logikos, from which we get the word logic. I think what he's saying is it just makes sense. When you consider what he's done for you, for you to say, Lord, I'm yours. So basically, there's a reason to wave the white flag. It's the what do we do today? We say, Lord, I'm yours. Now, the last thing, How? Once I do that, what does it look like? It's really pretty simple. Verse 2, just, he just lays it out. How do I follow? Well, stop being shaped by the world around you. Read verse 2. Look at it. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Don't be conformed to this world. Stop letting the world shape you. It's a word that just means we all have, the world, by the way, is this right here to this world. That's just the pattern of life around us. And I know you're probably going, oh, I'm not shaped by it. I don't, I don't, I'm my own. I'm independent. Are you? I grew up playing with Play-Doh. I love it to this day. When the grandkids get it out, I'm like, yes. Because one of the reasons, I love the smell of it. How many of you grew up loving the smell of Play-Doh? Come on, let's be honest. This is great therapy for us to admit these things. I love it. 
my granddaughter, the other day my granddaughter, she was wanting me to make stuff, and so we're rolling it, and we're making all kinds of stuff. I'm not going to tell you what we made, but we just were making stuff. You probably think, I don't have anybody that's shaping me. Really? You don't have pressure from the outside? Let me see your phone. I'll show you who's shaping you. Let me, let me go to your social media. I'll know exactly who's shaping you. Show me your schedule. Show me the way you spend your days. Listen, this is a dead giveaway. We can sit in a room and act religious. Oh, and nobody's shaping me. Yeah, there is. There's somebody from the outside trying to shape you. Oh, no. Well, see, I don't, I don't, I'm not on social media. I, I don't get any of that. Okay, let me see your remote. Let me see your remote. The a, amens turn to oh me. This, this, is, this is a problem. What are you watching? Oh, well, I just watched the news. Really? You believe all that? You trust everything you see? You see, the truth is, we, until we recognize there's forces around us that are trying to get in our head, they're trying to shape us. One of our blessed senior adults, she wrote me this letter. She's awesome. She's old, but she is awesome. She said, I let some social media stuff get in my head, and I was just so concerned. And then the Lord just showed up and said, he washed me with spiritual soap. And he reminded me that I'm not to listen to those things out there. No, stop being conformed by what's out there. The next thing he says is, start being changed by the one who is in you. And she said, I just realized that's where I've got to listen. And that is the truth of the one who is in me. John said it this way, greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. And you know what he's doing in you? The verse says, he's transforming you. He's transforming you. You know what that word is? It's the word metamorphosis. It's the word to change. It's the word going from a caterpillar to a butterfly. He's changing us. And he's changing us from the inside. You can't change yourself. Go read all of Dr. Phil you want. Watch all of it you want. Go read the great, I mean, there's some wonderful people out there that are, have written great books and they help us, but you can't change yourself and you don't change from the outside, you change from the inside. The forces around you, they may change you for a week, but they don't change you for eternity. That comes from the inside. And you know how it happens? Renewal of your mind. What is amazing to me the Apostle Paul, the most godly spiritual man, said, it all starts by the way you think. Whoever is in here, that's what you're going to live on. That's who you're going to be. So guard your mind. Let him renew your mind. I just think about how many times we let thoughts come in. Friends will say something. They'll post something. Or we'll read something, and we just start thinking on it. And you don't have to raise your hand, but if you want to, you're okay. How many of you, somebody can praise you or thank you, but if they say one questionable thing or negative thing, you dwell on that one thing and not all the other things they said. Let's, let me see your hands. You know why that is? That's the enemy. You see, the enemy wants to break you down right here. Because before you ever act, you think. You say, what about just reaction? Nope, you thought. Believe me. I've seen my own brain. I know what happens. <laughs> you think first, then you act. 
So change the way you think, it changes the way you act. And Paul says he's wanting to renew you. And he wants to renew your mind so that, so that you'll be able to discern what is the will of God. You'll be able to understand life, understand what's going on around you. And you'll, you'll, you'll figure it out. It makes sense. So can I appeal to you one verse out of Philippians? This verse in Philippians chapter 4 is a verse that my father-in-law shared with me and shared with us long ago. Finally, brothers, whatever's true, whatever's honorable, whatever's just, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever's commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, say it with me, think about these things. What do you spend most time thinking about? I woke up at four this morning, and I couldn't go back to sleep. And I was thinking about all this stuff that, that it's, I've got to do and, you know, what I had to get finished up and all. And the Lord said, uh-uh. Think about these things. By the way, you know what I think that is? True, honorable, just, pure, lovely. You know what I think that is? That's Jesus. Every one of those describe Jesus. So how about if we think about Jesus more than we think about us? What would, what would that do? It'd transform us. And then we would discern the will of God for our life. And you know what we're going to find? The will of God is perfect. I mean, it's, this, go back to the text, the way he says it. The will of God, what is good, acceptable, and perfect. You'll know that. For the first time in your life, you'll feel like, man, I understand that. God's will is good. What he wants from me is, yeah, it's acceptable. It's even perfect. That's what I want. So you know what? That's what I want. Where does it start? Right here. Wave the flag. I know some think I can handle life. I'm independent. I think for myself, all of that stuff. Man, you can talk all the smack you want with God. But he can do something in one nanosecond and change your world. What I have decided is, God... There is nothing that I can bring to the table that I need. I need everything you want to bring to my life. I surrender. And I think today would be a great day to just simply surrender. Whether you're streaming this, whether you're watching on television, this is a crazy time. If there's ever been a season in our life, in the world, that reminds us you're not in control, I mean, our pastor friend said they didn't see this coming. Yeah, the threat has always been there. But they didn't actualize it, see it. And it happened. Did you ever think there'd be a day where we'd have to wear masks? You ever th think there was a day where you had to have shots and do all the stuff we've had to walk through? With you ever th did you ever see that day coming? No. Well, let me tell you who saw every bit of it. He did. So you can go ahead and play games and think, I got this. Not me, because I ain't got this. He does. I surrender. That's the way, and that's when life truly begins. I want you to bow with me. As our heads are bowed, have you ever put your faith and trust in Christ? Have you ever surrendered your life to him?
You know, the Bible says that you believe in his name and you will be saved. Follow Jesus. Just say, Lord, it's yours. My life is yours. Maybe you've already done that. Are you following him? Is he really Lord of your life? Are you willing to do the next thing he tells you? Jesus, we surrender. You are Lord, and we're not. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to stand with me. As we stand together, we're going to sing that old hymn, I Surrender All. It's an old one. Man, I can tell you as a kid, I used to sing that. Man, I'd get into it. I might have even sung a part. I don't know. I'm not sure that I knew what parts were. But I would try to sing that song and give it all I had. But in my heart, I was like, okay, what time we get out of here? All right, I'm ready to go. I'm singing. I surrender all. But, you know, I really need to be leaving here in just a minute or two. So I'm just going gonna, gonna to let you be the judge of your own heart today. You sing it if you mean it. And if you don't mean it, just stand and think about it. But I want us to be able to all sing it and say, Jesus, by your mercy, what you've done for me, now, it's no choice. It's no decision. I surrender to you. Let's sing it. The altar's open. If you want to come and kneel and pray, hey, I'll be down here. Some pastors will be down here. If you want to come, and you may say, hey, I want to follow Christ right now. We'll be right here for you. Whatever we can do to help you surrender, I know God will bless you. My prayer is today you've said, you know what, Lord? I hear you. Paul, thank you for reminding me by the mercies of God. I'm a sacrifice. I surrender as we go. May we go waving a white flag to say, Lord, I surrender. Because that's when life will truly begin. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful Lord's Day. Thanks again for listening to the First Orlando Podcast. For more information like our service times, location, and other contact information, be sure to visit us online at firstorlando.com. Have a great week.